All right, before we get started with today's episode, I want to share something with you. I have a training starting January 4th on Mondays for six weeks for only $200. This is an incredible deal. Spirit has actually made me offer this, so that is why I'm here telling you about it. The program is called Align, and it is going to kick you in the pants. You are going to release those limiting beliefs, conquer those fears, and I am going to help you do it. You're going to be able to ask questions because this is going to be live. Each class is going to have a healing in it for you. For more information, go to my website, Stark Transformation, and click the Energy and Mindset tab at the top. I hope to see you January 4th at my Energy and Mindset training called Align. Make 2021 your year. An ironic media production. Visit us at I-R-O-N-I-C-K media.com. All right, this next guest doesn't need much of an introduction, but her name is Dr. Lisa Oshesky, and she's a chiropractor, but more importantly, she is so passionate about women's health. She's about to launch a summit that comes out January 1st, and this summit is for the women out there who have these questions about their body but are too afraid to ask. Dr. Lisa Oshesky has worked through all of those hangups that we all have about not wanting to ask that question because we're too embarrassed or ashamed or we think we should be perfect or something. But Dr. Lisa asked these questions in the summit, and it is so funny to listen to this interview. We basically just giggle throughout the whole time because she's asking questions that we are all afraid to ask. So anyway, take a listen to this podcast. Check out her Healthy Vibrant Women's Summit that starts January 1st. You can listen to it in the privacy of your own home. (laughs) You're going to want to. (laughs) So without further ado, here is Dr. Lisa Oshevsky. Welcome to the Affiliate Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Stark. In this podcast, I'll be sharing messages of hope, healing, and transformation. I'll teach you how to shift your mindset, conquer your fears, and become the best version of you. You'll get to witness healings as well as hear from my mentors, teachers, and about the extraordinary journey I've been on for the last 14 years. My connection with energy is so strong, and I can't wait to share it with you. Let's get started. I have Dr. Lisa Oshevsky with me today, and I wanted to share the process that she's been going through for like the past year. She is so passionate about women's health, and she created this summit that's called Healthy Vibrant Women Summit, and she's had to go through a lot, and it's been really funny hearing the stories throughout the past year about how she's interviewed people, and they've really pushed her through her comfort zones, and I just want to invite her on just to talk about how she was able to get through that because she has really deep reasons why. So Lisa, tell us how and why did you create this summit? Oh my goodness. I think it is. It's one of those things that I, in that process, how often I would like shoot you a text or a like <laughs> voicemail over to be like, oh my gosh, you won't believe this, right? It's a passion of mine. It was, you know, my own health journey that we had talked about once before, but I realized like, even as just a healthcare practitioner, it was so hard and so confusing to figure certain things out based on, on all the stuff within, you know, when we search online, But then what I realized was several years ago, I'm like, we need a place for women's health, 
for all of us to be able to answer those questions that I think we all have, whether or not we know that we have them. I think we do have a lot of just different questions. And sometimes there might be shame in asking them where we're not sure if it's a quote unquote normal thing. That's why it started. And then it was so amazing to see how the summit evolved and how the speakers even challenged me (laughs) to really get outside of my comfort zone. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Some of the texts that I got were pretty incredible. (laughs) I was like, glad I'm not on that end. Um, Obviously women, first of all, like the the social media and, you know, society, we, they have so many different limitations that are put on women. Like you have to look Mm -hmm. a certain way, feel a certain way, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it kind of, you know, subconsciously puts us in this mode where we, we are afraid to talk about what's going on with our bodies, you know, there's a lot of different parts that can go, you know, haywire at times of our lives. And, and sometimes it's also just not wanting to admit that, like, maybe we're going to be experiencing something when we get older. And, you know, that means that we're older if we're experiencing it, you know, like, (laughs) oh my God. Right. Like how many times we talked about perimenopause. And, And so then it's, or even I'll take it that step further where I think now of how many women that were, that I have met over the last 20 years, that went in for like a full hysterectomy in their thirties, you know? Yeah. And to me, now that I'm, I'm past that decade of life, ladies, like if they are looking at taking out your parts and you're still like twenties or thirties, I sound so crazy, so unheard of, but it's happening. And I think we just need to get this information out there. And then even like you had just said, society puts such standards on us that we get so scared to admit defeat. Mm-hmm. I.e., like our body has defeated us or our relationships. And, and so we dug deep into like, we even spoke about betrayal of whether it's a family member or or even a spouse, or, you know, we've gone through all of the stuff. So it was mind, body, spirit, because 2020, I think has challenged a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah, for real. And we need to be able to a be okay with who we are. Cause I think that was what brought me into my health challenge was that I was always trying to be good enough mm. for what society was telling me was good enough for what I needed to look like for the men, what I needed to look like for, you know, and instead it's like, no, as long as I'm healthy, let's stop chasing all of the Photoshopped images online because, or even in the magazines, cause that's not reality. Right. Totally. So that I'm so glad you said that it's so hard for women, especially as they get older, you know, to live up to those standards because they are, like you said, photoshopped uh, for the most part. And, you know, you never know what's going on inside of a woman. So mind, body, spirit either, you know, and so the woman might look great on the outside, but not feel great on the inside or be healthy. And I, for me, I've also, you know, gone through that journey where when I was in my twenties, I was thin, but I was not healthy. You know, there were, now looking back, I mean, obviously I, I was mostly healthy compared to what people would say. In fact, my doctor even said, don't change anything. You're, you're super healthy. And I was like, but I'm on medications and I'm, you know, <laughs> stressed out to the max and all that, but I was young and I could handle it. So as we get older, it definitely gets more challenging. And I'm so happy that you did this summit because you know, there are questions that people just won't ask because they're scared. They're scared of the response. They're scared. They, you know, like you said, let themselves down in their body or, you know, their body defeated them or their, their bodies against them or whatever. And so they don't want to talk about it. And I think that's one of the things like, you know, I had a lot of OB-GYNs on. And so we were talking about, my God, I didn't even realize some of the stuff that they did. So I'm sure to be able to look at my face, I was like, Oh, seriously? <laughs> like, so, you know, with all of the vaginal rejuvenation and all that stuff that's <laughs> happening out there. But the fact of the matter is, like, 
you know, like we had talked about this prior to the show, like incontinence, it's something that I think a lot of people just assume that it's just women will have it once they have kids. But I'm going to let you ladies know, like, even if you haven't had kids, it's still something that happens. And so we dug into that because I mean, one, I remember one of the lines that one of the OBGYN said, she's like, you know, when I start asking these type of questions, sometimes I just see a look of like relief come over that woman's face saying, oh my God, I thought it was just me. Somebody else knows that this is happening. And the only reason she knows that this is happening is because it's happening to a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's not that these OBGYNs are mind readers. They understand like our women's anatomy are just a little bit, you know, obviously it's different. There's more things that gravity can, you know, things can happen and go wrong because of that. You know, it was going through all of that stuff and just realizing, I want you ladies to know that you're not alone because, you know, Amy, like we both have had dark spots in our life. Like, you know, I think back to that point where I strive to be skinny and I finally got there. But in the meanwhile, I hadn't had a period for months and I lost chunks of hair. And I mean, I can put myself back to the seminar that I was standing at when one of the guys walked up and he's like, you look so great. Like you actually look sexy now. And I wanted to burst Talk into you. tears, <laughs> right? Like I wanted to punch him. Like I literally, right. like I still get that anxiety, like where I just sat there thinking like, you have no idea you and like, and I just want, oh, they can't see my face on this. I was going to drop it. <laughs> F-bomb. But like, literally, I sat there thinking, my eyes are swollen. My body is puffy. I'm skinny, though. Super inflamed, though. My hair was up in a ponytail for a year because I was scared to death to have it down because of the amount of hair that I lost. You know, and here I'm being told that I was skinny in their eyes. Like, come on. Yeah. Well, what I love about you is that you were like, fuck this. I'm going to figure out what is going on. And you dove into the fasting. And in fact, actually, Fen and I were just talking about how Dave Asprey has a fasting book that's coming out. And we were like, I hope he has a chapter for women on fasting because it's not the same for men. So unfortunately, like most areas, you know, first the men are, you know, the ones creating, I don't know, like rules and guidelines and things like that, but that's for them and it works for them. And, and that's just, that's good. At least it's a step in the right direction, but we need to have women also talking about this stuff too, you know, because it is so unique and, and our bodies do create life or can create life, I should say. And that really is an intricate process. And there's a lot of things that need to be in balance and things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Gosh. And I think it was people like him and I'm trying to blame uh, Rob Wolf. Like a lot of them early on were saying, yeah, intermittent fasting is amazing for everybody. And it was, those were the people I was, I was following. I was mm -hmm. doing everything right. And then when we all started challenging it, we were being told we were doing it wrong, <laughs> you know, and that's, what's so frustrating is how often we're told that, Oh, it's, you're not, you're not losing weight. It's just because you're cheating. Finally. That's when I realized I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, hold on. I'm not feeding myself. Like I'm fasting, you know, for, it was like 20 hours a day. So the OMAD, like the one meal a day that, yeah, right. Oh my gosh, women don't do well in that at all. Right. So, so for me, like literally my body said, Holy smoke, she's not feeding herself enough nutrition just to maintain for herself, like how could she ever have a baby if she wanted to? So of mm. course it take my hormones. Like I didn't have a, a period for months. Right. Mm. But yet we were all like being told you're just doing it wrong. Okay. I'll fast longer then. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, first of all, let's just back it up for a second. So you grew up in a kind of conservative environment where you mm -hmm. didn't really talk about this stuff. So like, how did you get from there? Oh my gosh. I think it's talking um, about vaginal rejuvenation and orgasms oh my gosh, and you like peeing your Ladies, pants. You know that they do PRP. Like I know PRP, the plasma. Oh my gosh. What does PRP stand for? Where they take your blood, <laughs> they spin it down. Anyways. Oh, right. I know it from like people do it from facials. I don't know it that way, but I know it from joint, like I yes. guess rejuvenation, right? Right. So we're talking and they're like, yeah, we do PRP. We insert it into the clitoris and the G spot. And I'm like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> 
how does that help? Right. Like, you know, but I had multiple people and now I don't even know if this was summit or on my podcast, but I was just like, Oh, wow. I thought you were going to talk about like joint regeneration, but okay. (laughs) Makes sense. I mean, right. It makes sense. You didn't know that either. Right. I mean, no, no, no. But they use that as for incontinence safe stuff. They do a lot of other stuff. You don't have to have needles inserted. <laughs> and there, I mean, there could be toxicity in that. Type oh my of God. I, can I tell you, I'll, I'll admit this. So after I had a baby, my midwife was like, you need to do like insert this thing and do like pull-ups <laughs> with it. <laughs> like I was, yeah, I'm like, what? You know, it's just so funny. And then I've heard other things like that. There's, there's all these things that help. They really, truly help. But at first you're like, what in the world? How did I not hear about this from anybody else but you right now? Nobody talks about this stuff, right? Because I think like my mother wouldn't have shared that stuff. And, and that's where, I mean, even telling my sister this, because obviously growing up in the same environment, she was like, oh my God, I don't know how I could have ever gotten through that with, you know, she's like, I'm, she's like, we're totally different. And I was like, well, we're not totally different. I've worked a ton to be able to do this. And I think that was my realization of I have to be vulnerable and open up and be able to share this way. And that's right. Even in talking to the the guy behind the scenes that built out the website, I told him, I said, I can't believe the conversations we're having. I'm like, and I couldn't even tell him. (laughs) And he just looked at me. He's like, did they make you blush? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I would say they did. You know, I always, and I say it a lot in the summit, like I'm I'm a prude. I don't talk about sex out in the world. Right. And, And now for me to have become that woman behind the microphone, not just talking about sex, but we're talking about divorce. We're talking about just all of the reality. We were talking about orgasms and the fact like literally there, and it's nothing to be ashamed of women. Like if you've never achieved an orgasm, like we talked about that, right? Like the conversations that I really just think of is it was, it was kind of like just hanging out with all your girlfriends where everybody just starts talking. And that's what we had. We dug into, I mean, we talked a lot about pelvic floor on this stuff. And again, on some people were like, no, if you're doing Kegels wrong, it's going to be even worse and how we need to, right? And then it's like, okay, great. Because great. everybody knows about Kegels. <laughs> even focusing in on the breath for like the pelvic floor and, and all of that. I mean, we even... <laughs> So one of the ladies, it's a huge Instagram lady, like got up there with her little, what are they called? The anatomy things that I've got in my office to show, like mine is of the spine and the pelvis, but she had one of the pelvis with the pelvic floor. And she's like, right here, if you don't know, this is your anatomy. Like, this is how <laughs> you should be having sex. I'm like, okay. Whoa. I hope this does. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it because they're all these women have so much information, so much good Mm -hmm. information. I know many of them and I know that they have such heart and they're doing it because they're passionate about giving this information to women so they can have a better life and feel better. I'm sure you probably talked about libido. Like, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, we did about like, especially for so often, I think again, women, like we just think like, oh my God, it's just me. Like (laughs) I want to have sex with my husband. You know, like I just don't even want to be there. And it literally, it's the way that our hormones shift. And the fact is, so there, we had a naturopathic doctor that talked about it on what we can do to help boost up the hormones. And then I think the really beautiful thing that I've always spoke about, even with my patients is ladies, like we're under stress so much more this year. And so our adrenals take a hit that way. And if you don't know, like your adrenals, they sit on top of the kidneys. They respond in our fight or flight situations when we're under stress, you know, parasympathetic versus sympathetic. I guess I can say that you talk about that a lot here. Right. Yeah. Um, But if our adrenals are stressed and we're going into menopause, like that's not cool because as our ovaries start to shut down, your adrenals have to pick up the slack. And Mm. so you always make sure that you're nourishing your adrenal glands. And so, you know, perimenopause, like I even learned that age bracket of when it was. And it was enough. Why don't you just tell us? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it can be early forties on. Right. So some people are like, no, perimenopause isn't until like mid forties or late forties. But so for me, I was like, oh my gosh, am I there? Like so <laughs> to the Dutch hormone, I'm like, great. No, I'm good. <laughs> Cause I, I started thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, cause even the conversations I'm with my mom and she's like, oh yeah, I was in full blown menopause by the age keeps changing when I talk to my mom. I'm like, do you know what you She's probably to- just trying to get you like to have a baby, like ASAP. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, you're going to be done soon. <laughs> I'm, oh, maybe that's it, mom. <laughs> yeah, she's just trying to trick you. Okay, so you talked about libido. Oh, you know what I wanted to tell you? I was blown away by this and I'll just share this with the listeners. And maybe you heard this from the women because actually I heard this from a man, um, the guy that wrote men are from Venus and women are from Mars. Did I? No, men are from Mars. Men are from Mars and women are from Venus, John Gray. So he is actually a biohacker. I don't know if you know that, but he said that there's a four day window in the middle of your cycle when you're ovulating that you really need to connect with your partner. And Mm -hmm. then if you don't connect in that four day window around your ovulation, then you will feel insecure throughout the entire month, like insecure about your, you know, resources and you're stressed more and all that. But if you hit those four days, you're good. And like, you guys could go like separate ways if you wanted. Anyway, I thought that was really interesting. We did. I mean, we even talked about natural fertility options, especially because I feel like that's something that we're seeing a lot where people are struggling with getting fertility. Sure. We talked about it that way. We even, we even dug into like male sperm count to be like, I know it's a women's summit, but the fact is like the numbers are so low now. And I've heard it multiple times where like, if you looked at what our male sperm counts are, if you compared it with other species, we would be on the verge of extinction. (gasps) Holy shit. I know that it just holding a cell phone in your pocket for a man, it will decrease the sperm, I think, by 20%. Yes. And then it's also you think of, and that's where we talked about it, about like throwing the iPad on our laps and that mm-hmm. type of stuff. And I just think of all the little kids that that goes, you know what I mean? Like you hand them the iPad, you hand them a phone just to keep the child occupied. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we like we screamed. That was somebody out of... Um, that was Dr. Amal Simmons that spoke about that. Just really great information. And, and even, have you seen it about seed cycling? About oh, yeah. Seed yeah, yeah. During your period. So we talked about that. Well, we, we, hold on. But so that just for the listener. So seed cycling is about eating certain seeds for estrogen and certain seeds mm-hmm. for pro- progesterone boosts. Yes. yes. And so we talked about that. And multiple speakers spoke about that, about what type of exercise to do at what days of your cycle. And even right. if you menopause, like, like you still have like that rhythm still to try to, I mean, obviously you're not bleeding through menopause, but just to know that, you know, how many women I talk to, they're like, oh my gosh, yeah, my daughter is pretty much as synced to the time period that I would be having my period or whatever, if they were still living in their house. So we went through just all sorts of information and just pulled a lot of really, just really great speakers. Like I am humbled to know the speakers that we have on the summit that when I asked, they said, yes. We even talked about which workouts to do and what are best for us and how really to decrease fat and just increase muscle mass and what we need to do, even for strong bones, right? Like, right. That's important. Yeah. That's something that we need to be starting early on, not just when we're 80, when our bones are weak. Yeah. Yeah. Just- well, I mean, osteoporosis can start way earlier. My mom got it from having so many kids and also an acidic diet will do it, you know? So it's important to make sure that people have strong bones up until like, even recently, I did not know that there are certain parts of your cycle that you're stronger. Yes. Did you guys talk about how there's certain projects you should work on during the cycle of the month? We didn't go into that, but talking about like the decluttering of our life, 
Oh. On all different things that way. We even spoke about like finding our purpose or, you know, trying to get our partner to pick up on some of the responsibilities. Yep. You Asking know, so, for what you need and yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact of like, just we're all juggling multiple balls in the air all the time, right? As women, we're like, that's what we are. We're super women. It was and in, in how to communicate with your partner to say, hey, I need some help here, right? Like <laughs> we talked about the toxicity levels that we're all exposed to and even empowering younger moms. I mean, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't have to be younger moms, but the fact of every time that we're making a decision, we are like, even if we don't think we're making a decision, you know, Julie Rosales brought that up beautifully where it was once she became pregnant that she knew that she, all of a sudden it was like, okay, ultrasounds, all, what about this? And so realizing some of the things that just walking in to all the appointments, like, well, we're doing this today. I was like, well, wait a minute. Are we like, do we have to do that? You know, right. so just asking questions and then realizing where the toxicity comes in our life for, especially for our children. Yeah. It's so important to, we covered it all. I'm just so I'm sitting here trying to think of which speakers, but I mean, we have over 40 speakers on the summit and just, you must be so proud of yourself. Like just not only for getting through it, obviously, you know, this has been COVID and that's difficult in itself, but maybe that was a blessing because, you know, you've had more time to be able to do something like this and other people have more time to, to be a part of it. And Honestly, maybe if, you know, we were all busy, we wouldn't have felt the need to talk about this kind of stuff, right? You know, like it just go on our busy days, you know? And that totally could be it, right? Like, I mean, I was on an airplane every weekend up until, you know, February. And so the fact of, I don't know how I would have recorded because that's 40 hours. It was 40 some hours. And then I actually edited all the videos and that type of stuff. So if they're bad editing, please don't. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. That's hard. I, we got to talk about that. Oh, I, uh, yeah. In doing all of that. And so that's where I'm really fortunate for just 2020 allowed me to slow down and really put things into perspective. Like my podcast started this year too, because of that. Mm -hmm. And to be able to connect with people around the world, right? Like we even had speakers from Australia and from Europe. So, I mean, we were talking about sleep with Christine Hansen and then Naomi Judge came in from Australia. So, I mean, we had lots of Canadians. So, I mean, just people from all over. So cool. Obviously the United States. Yeah. Yeah. All the same body. <laughs> yeah. And so what's cool is like, even yesterday, we just started sharing it out on social media. And I loved the energy of the speakers and how excited they all were for that. Right. Because we all have these issues and we, you know, like I said, people don't want to talk about it, but they want to know the answers. And so that's the fact is like, we can literally listen to these, like in the comfort of your own home and nobody need, even needs to know. And we all find out that we're normal, that we're not crazy. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and, and what we can know, do about it, right? Like right, exactly. we're really struggling with, you know, like it was great. And I'm going to go back to the incontinent stuff, you know, like there are a lot of 20 year old women that have never had a baby that are trying to figure out why they're peeing the pants. Like that's the reality. And so some of these doctors went through and said, Hey, look at this, you know, check out. I mean, they were looking at like alcohol and caffeine. Like there's like, that's the perfect combination that's going to cause incontinence. And hmm. so it was looking at it that way or checking out other stuff, you know, like, you know, I laugh about the PRP, but like, you don't have to go do that. If you're 20 years old, there's different things that we can look at on that mm -hmm. or, you know, like, Hey, maybe it happens more often closer towards your periods. It would make sense because the uterus is there and it's heavy at that point. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I am so grateful that you did this summit and I'm so grateful to be a part of it among all these beautiful women speaking about these important issues and sharing their wisdom and knowledge. I mean, it, it's just so awesome. Thank you. And that's right. Well, thank you. And that was even for you. I didn't even think of yours. Like we touched on what- <laughs> That's because we talk us, all the time. <laughs> I know. We, yeah. I was like, but you being able to share the tools for EFT for women that are going through, because 
how many people, I know way too many people right now that are suffering with just mental stuff because we've been locked in our homes for however long. We've lost human connection through this, Mm -hmm. right? Because we're supposed to be social distancing. And so the fact like, you know, I've even brought it up several times in that summit is I hate that word social distancing. Like what if we just physically distance people, but we need to still have those social connections because we are seeing a whole nother mental illness type Mm -hmm. stuff happening at this point. We're going to have more of a pandemic going that way of depression and anxiety and everything else. And so we need to focus on our own mental health at this point. And so, yeah, yeah I absolutely. mean, we, we, we spoke on that too. So ladies, like literally when I say mental, physical, like all sorts of aspects, we, we dug into it. So you, I, I remember you talking about in the beginning of our conversation about betrayal. So did you talk about how to get through that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we did. Debbie Silber, who has a whole PhD in betrayal, right? So yeah. She was on your podcast too, before she created the Post-Betrayal Institute. But the fact of the matter is, it was as we were going through topics, I'm like, you know, I have this one or, you know, this one. And she's like, no, I rekindled with my spouse. You don't want me to talk about divorce. I'm like, great. Thank you. So we talked about going through betrayal and accepting that betrayal and being able to transform through that. But we also, if we have gone through that divorce chapter of our life, we had another person that came in and said, how can we go, you know, get to that next phase? And it doesn't even have to be a divorce. It could be a breakup of just a relationship at that point too. We're all dealing. We've, I'm sure we've all dealt with breakup at some point. We all have, you know, so being able, like, when is it right to start dating again? And right. um, is it okay for me to be feeling this way? And, and what to do if we can't get past it? So yeah, we had a psychologist out of New York City that talked a little bit about that and different things to like just reprogram the mind. It's so, yeah. Thank you. That's, that's awesome that you had her on. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of times, you know, with divorce, if you think about it, you know, you've put a lot of effort and time into it and you don't really want to let it go, but it's sometimes it's the best thing for you. And actually I just recently got a message from a former client that was like, I just got divorced and I'm so excited. <laughs> She's like, thank you for all your help and support in getting there. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> Like, I'm really happy for you, but that wasn't what we were going for. Exactly. But yeah, you know, I'm grateful that she's happy and I'm in, and it is such a huge transformation that comes, you know, Yeah, and, and accepting think- that, you know, cause if you put a lot of work into something, you, you're very reluctant to let it go. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even remember who said it, but somebody had made the comment of instead of always focusing on all of the great, loving, happy, good feeling memories to remember that time that it was totally opposite. And that way, you know, like when every time that the good, comfy one feeling came back that you want to go back to it, you've got to remember the bad. And I was like, wow, that's really like, wow. Because I'm always a person that wants to remember the good. Why would I want to remember the bad? But it's like, okay, but again, we don't want to just continue to do the same behavior. I mean, we even talked about that, about people that attract the same person or same quality of type of person in their life. Right. And why is that? And, you know, I mean, so much of our mind is... (laughs) programmed, you know, we know that before, you know, the age of what, five, seven with the mother, father, teacher, preacher zone. This is how we're supposed to behave. I mean, I I even had it right. Growing up Catholic, like you don't talk about sex. You just don't. My parents hear this stuff. This is a funny, I might've had messaged this to you. My dad one day was FaceTiming him because that's happened a lot now, right? I faced my parents. I FaceTime them more often. I was like, dad, I got to go. He's like, why? I said, I got to go. I got to go talk about boobies. And he's like, I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) We were going in talking about 
oh my gosh, we even talked about cancer and you know what to deal with that with our friend Holly Bertone. Like mm. that isn't just necessarily a horrible diagnosis. That you know, it's not a death sentence diagnosis. Yeah, right? she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking with Sharon Stills just about breast health and what else you can do. She did the my breast friend, right? No, we we called it happy healthy tatas. <laughs> we talked a lot about just. I think we actually recorded it in the midst of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which I just you know, with all the pink, everything that drives me insane, but like, we do need to have awareness that we need to have, we need to be buying products that aren't promoting breast cancer. But we talked about all of just the natural things. We talked about thermography and all sorts of stuff like that. So going back to my dad, he's like, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, Oh dad, the summit I'm talking about, we're covering everything. And I said, I've talked more vagina and more boobs and everything else. I couldn't even, you know, couldn't say the word orgasm to my dad. <laughs> he was like, you, I'm just going to let you go right now. I'm like, okay. That's awesome. So do you think your I, mom will listen? No, <laughs> she shared it. Yeah. Like she Aww, shared it, that's sweet. It, which I thought that was cute. And I was like, oh, did she go to the website to actually see like the number two topic up there was orgasms? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell your parents I'm sorry that I helped <laughs> encourage this. <laughs> anyway, you, I love you so much. I'm so glad that we're friends and that you've also, you know, included me on the journey and texted me all those funny things. I, 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 I actually, I will say on behalf of all women, thank you for asking the questions that we were too scared to ask. No, thank you. Yeah, you guys, I mean, it'll be fun for if you want to watch it. You can obviously just listen to it. But man, I'm sure my face turned bright red during some of it. <laughs> so but I got to say, too, I mean, it was so through great. all of my journey with EFT that I was able to get out of this shell. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah. yeah. You moved a lot. You worked on a lot. <laughs> it's funny when I start working with clients, sometimes I'm like, okay, you realize we're going for vulnerable here. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to make you want to be vulnerable. And, and a lot of times I get a pushback from that, you know, because it's so scary. But what would you say about that? Oh, I think that's our whole society. We can't be vulnerable. And now I realize like, I don't want to say my filter is gone because it's not that, but it's just being truthful and transparent with people. That's going to sound like I'm really abrasive, but it's not that. It's also just, yeah, just really being like being okay, sharing that, hey, we're not all perfect and it's okay with that. Like, and here, this is a reality. We're all struggling right now. Like, I think that's, that's one of the things, like we've all had some amazing stuff happen this year, but there's been setbacks for so many people and it's okay for us to admit that because that was a part of life and part of this learning experience that we're going through this year, mm-hmm. 2020, a perfect vision. So the Vibrant Healthy Women Summit is a pandemic positive. Yes. And so is, is. your podcast. Absolutely. Healthy, is. Vibrant Women. Mm-hmm. Yep, healthy, Vibrant You. But yes. Ah, that's right. Healthy, Vibrant You. <laughs> but Healthy, Vibrant Women is going to be having, uh, yeah, stay tuned. That, that website is not developed yet, but that will be showing up. Awesome. All right. I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and just sharing about your experience creating this. And I am so excited to listen to all the speakers. It'll be great. <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid to re-listen actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. All content provided by Amy Stark and her guests on the Ophelia Podcast website or other platforms, including text, images, audio, or other formats, were created for informational purposes only. Always seek the advice of a physician or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Amy Stark is not a doctor or a therapist. 